Going to the races. Are you ready? I'm ready. What do you think? Do you have a life hack by Wired Magazine? I do not have a life hack by Wired Magazine. You don't. I do okay. not. No. All right. All right. Well, then. Not yet. I'm thinking. I've been reading Wired Magazine a lot to try to find it. <laughs> Memories in the grease trap of my mind. 32-ounce cola memories, <laughs> like heartburn in the night. Hello, and welcome to The Grease We Left Behind, a show all about the nostalgia of chains gone by. I'm your host, true TV celebrity, Adam Conover, and today we're joined by a guest who really needs no introduction, so <laughs> uh, t- take it away. Oh, um, I'm Sloppy McDaniels. Thank you, Sloppy. And we spun a wheel b- before the show began, and today on on Greece We Left Behind, we're discussing a chain that has a special place in my heart, at least a couple different places in there. And we're going to be talking about Sabaro. Oh! Yeah. I have not thought, thought about, about Sabaro since mm-hmm. I was maybe 19. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Sabaro. So what what memories of Sabaro do you have? What what is the most cherished Sabaro memory? I really only Sabaro is a mall food and a mall food exclusively. Mm. I only remember eating Sabaro maybe four times in my life, and three of those were because it was one of the options out of like six options. Mm in orientation for college. And that is maybe the most and only Sabaro I've consumed in my lifetime. I always felt a little bit sick after. (laughs) Sabaro LLC is an American pizzeria chain that specializes in New York-style pizza sold by The Slice, which is apparently uh, its own Wikipedia entry, and other (laughs) Italian-American cuisine. Wait, no, 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 no. By The Slice Pizza has its own Wikipedia entry? Yeah, we'll come back to that. I'm going to read that later. Mm, That's for me for later. (laughs) In 2011, the company was ranked 15th in foreign sales among U.S.-based quick-serve and fast-fasual companies by QSR Magazine. In 2008, Sabaro was rated the number one quick-service restaurant in the Italian segment by Entrepreneur Magazine. Not all reports were positive. It has Pizza Hut bread. You know how Pizza Hut bread isn't really bread, it's cake? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not... The crumb isn't the kind of crumb you get from a glutinous dough. Mm. The crumb is the kind you get from cake batter, you know? Mm -hmm. And it has... Sabaro has that same kind of, like, spongy cake. It it wouldn't pass in... uh in uh, Ireland, they would call no, it cake. They would be like, "That is not of bread. You don't that get is a, a cake. subsidy for that. That's no, cake. you yeah. need to pay taxes on that cake you're putting tomato sauce on." Sabaro <laughs> has over 600 locations in 33 countries. Sabaro stores are located in shopping malls, airports, service areas, <laughs> and college campuses, as well as in the, pa- the Pentagon. 
But you see, Sabaro Sabaro knows its place, though. Sabaro isn't like San mm. Francisco is known for the standalone Sabaro locations. Oh, yeah, right. You know, Sabaro mm. doesn't have any qualms about the fact that yeah. it is for service stations, college campuses, shopping mall food courts, and the Pentagon. Those are the places Sabaros are allowed to exist. Yeah. In, uh when I was in college, before I was a extremely successful true TV celebrity and podcast mm-hmm. host, uh, when good I, job, Adam Conover. I forgot th- that I was speaking you. to Adam Conover. When when I was in college, I still remember the the meal plan. You get the meal plan. I had a two a day meal plan. I had two meals a day, yeah, which is did. one less than what doctors recommend. Thank uh- you, college. <laughs> and uh, I still remember that a meal ticket, a meal plan ticket, one meal at a Sabaro was and slice, or one of those little Strombolis. Mm-hmm. which leaked. I, they leaked. I mean, Strombolis are meant to leak. They were little grease pillows. They were little grease pillows. Did you what did you like the little grease pillow or did you get the slice? I never one time have eaten a Stromboli. No. In my life, I've never eaten a Stromboli. Well, okay, to be fair, you have. You've just eaten them open face as a pizza. That's it's no. A Stromboli's no, just a pizza no, that's no, done no, a little no, roll. No, 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 it's a little no, no, roll no, no, over. No, no, no. No, you can't look at me and no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Stop it. No, no you just you roll can't. it up and then you've got a Stromboli. I know, but I have eaten a pizza. I've never Pepperoni's ro- in a blanket, famously, is what it's called in in the home country. What uh, country are you from exactly, Adam Conover? Cuz I thought it was Canada. Oh, okay. Never mind. It makes well, sense. We also cover it in gravy and put it on fries, so I don't know what to tell you. I don't know either. It's traditional. Well, so what's uh, what's next about? I because yeah, give me more facts before I start reading the buy the slice pizza Wikipedia page. Nice. What's next is probably just the intro to the show. If you want to, oh no, well maybe. I mean, I think we're at that point. It's been five minutes of total horseshit. That's our deal. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of. Other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm true TV celebrity Adam Conover. And boy, do I got another project to pitch. Um, so glad you're here, Adam. <laughs> On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to whatever the hell is going on. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Um, and I listened back to last week's episode, so I knew who was going first this week. And it's you. It is me. and Which is unfortunate, because I did a whole intro, and it was a lot of me talking. Um, yeah. Do you, so what do you got for us later in the show? Uh, redacted. Okay. So the Pentagon Papers? Reviews for the <laughs> Pentagon Papers? Like, oh, fuck me. When do you think those are going to drop on Yelp? <laughs> Oh, shit. I want to review the Pentagon Papers so bad. Where can I do it? Fine. Um, then we're getting started with... A, we're going to take a trip. We we just moved. We just did a big move. It's we been a stressful a couple move. of weeks. It has been. And I think we need... Now that we've moved and we're in a new place, I think we need to take a trip. So Okay. Yeah. Once you get settled, you got to get out to, a little bit. It's time bit. to bounce yeah. and let the dust build up. Otherwise, where, it doesn't feel like your place. Exactly. Where are we headed? We're going to the place that we just learned about. I had a different topic going. We were going to look at a Rainforest Cafe near Niagara Falls because I thought <gasps> that's pretty funny. Why we're- haven't we done reviews for Rainforest Cafe? I know. Well, trust me. It's on the radar now because they were they were good reviews. Um, but I had to detour because we learned about a thing. And I, we had to go. I, we have to go there. So we were doing our, our weekly trivia mm-hmm. recently with our, our family friends. Yeah. 
And we learned about a place in Massachusetts called Peabody. No! Oh, no! Oh, dear! <gasps> so we're, going, we're, we're taking a trip to Peabody. Would you like to no. talk about Peabody? <laughs> so I recently, I recently learned that on top of the places that I thought it was normal for New England to have an interesting pronunciation of, like Worcester, uh, which has a bunch of letters that aren't pronounced, and that's fine. That's fine. But I also just, 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 just recently learned that y'all don't say Peabody. <laughs> um, like the museum and the award. For and the, the literary award. The yeah. literary award and also the place that y'all don't say Peabody. No. Which I just thought is what people said because it's a person's name. Yeah. But it turns out, turns out, y'all say Peabody. Peabody. Like fucking sociopaths. <laughs> it's the, and this is what I said at the time is it's the only place in the world you could go and mispronounce it. And if somebody corrected you, you would say, eh, actually, I think I got it in one. What the fuck? Pretty sure I got it. I think you need to like, I, check some shit. Yeah, like I know you need to consult the dictionary or somebody named Peabody. Uh, you'll be happy to know that on Wikipedia, the pronunciation guide, it doesn't even have alternatives. It's just Peabody. I know that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, the Wikipedia, Wikipedia is fully aware that it's Peabody. I'm so upset because I know deep down I'm probably in the wrong. No, absolutely not. Oh, God. Sometimes you're just in the right. Oh, fuck. I, I, look, I know when I'm right. So we're not... Um, the last time I found a travel ad online when we took a trip, because that used to be the thing I always did. Yeah. I didn't think it was very funny. So I'm going to not do that ever okay. again. Okay. Instead, instead, what the new tradition for when we take a trip is I write a poem. Because I'm a master's in English degree yeah. person. Creative writing, even, that your master's I thesis was a poem. Did that. Trust me, it paid off. Um so I've got a, a sonnet, all right? Are you ready for my poem? Mm -hmm. This is a sonnet for Peabody by an eight-year-old who just got some bad news. Oh, Peabody, Peabody, nobody likes Peabody. I'm just a child full of hopes and dreams and life. I don't ever want to go through Peabody. <laughs> I don't want hair in weird places or bad smells I have to hide. I'm just about ready to cry. Because I also learned I need braces. <laughs> Peabody can fuck off. I don't want it. I still eat chicken nuggets for dinner. I don't even like tomatoes yet. Fuck Peabody. I'm going to throw a fit. But three victims of the Salem witch trials are from there. So that's cool, I guess. <laughs> you ready to talk about Peabody? I am indeed ready. When you go to Peabody, where else are you going to go but Brooksby Farm? Mm -hmm. It's you where you pick apples. It's one of them. You, you do a picking, picking, picking grip. That's what they call yeah, it. They you, call you pick them and then you grip them. And then you grip them. Mm -hmm. um, it's got a three star average on Yelp, which is bad for right. a farm. That seems low for a place you go in the fall to pick, pick apples, apples with your loved ones. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. That, that seems low for a wholesome experience. It's not good. No. Oh dear. <laughs> We got a one-star review that we're getting started off with. Are you ready? Uh-huh. We got a one-star review from Beth D. for Brooksby Farm in Peabody. You've got to... I, my brain really cannot reconcile it. Stay away from this place if you're looking to save some money by picking your own fruit. For my mother and I to pick two pints of blueberries, it cost $20. We could have gone to another farm and bought two pints for cheaper and not had to pick them ourselves. 
Their system for charging makes you pay per person and per pint. Oh. I've been going to pick your own farms my whole life and never experienced anything like this. Why should the customer have to pay extra to provide the labor for picking? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I have never seen that. I've never seen you have to buy a ticket to enter the farm. Mm, yeah. And then you also pay for the the things that you picked. Yeah, you, you pay to get on the apple or berry picking ride. And then you also have to pay for all the berries. Yeah. But mm. you pick the berries. Mm-hmm. So it, you it's an experience. You the a, labor. Yeah. It's the experience economy, right? Like I, this, the farm is just ahead of its time. Tw- 10 years from now, they're all going to think, wow, they were ahead of their time. They knew their business model better than anybody else because now it's an experience economy capitalists you're paying for the opportunity to go like take a selfie while you're picking a blueberry what i hate what i hate Mm. is how quickly and well you could rationalize that while picking while picking the berries i noticed a massive poison ivy plant growing up around one of the bushes definitely not a great place to have children or anyone picking berries from experience economy Other than that, the picking itself wasn't bad, except for the loud, blaring hawk noises they play over a speaker to scare away birds. I, <laughs> I understand this is there to protect the fruit, which, I mean, it sounds like maybe you don't. But but again, I've been picking berries my whole life and haven't ever had to endure such loud noises blaring in my ear. I will say that despite the awful prices, it is a beautiful farm. I guess as they tend to be. I mean, yeah, can you, typically. I, can you roll up on can you roll up on a farm and just say like one star looks really ugly? I mean, if you're not into animals, maybe. Yeah. Or it's like the dust bowl. Yeah. If it's you know, if it's nineteen thirty five and there's a in plague middle of America, locusts, yeah, yeah, then maybe like one star, this farm is pretty great. This 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 farm's no good, this one. I don't like all the crunching when I walk. <laughs> um, it's not not aesthetically pleasing. Additionally, there were plenty of ripe berries, and we filled our pints all the way up fairly quickly. Which, I mean, I guess really you didn't get your money's worth then, huh? If you just want to go and pick your own for the fun of the experience and don't mind being ripped off, this might be the place for you. Can I please, could, could I just, can I please give you like like $7 to work on your farm? <laughs> if I pay you like $7, will you let me pick the fruit that will rot on the vine if no one picks it? No? Ten dollars? Can I? If I just give you ten dollars, will you literally please let me pick these apples that will fall off and rot if no one picks them? Could you please, if I give you ten dollars, will you please just give me the opportunity? The line to get into the berry fields is kind of ridiculous. Can I just slip you a twenty and hop on, hop on in? Because uh, really, I just I'm not even particularly here for a good time. I just want to make a compote. Yeah, I'm honestly, like, I'm really thirsty for a compote, and you know. And I mean, I know that if nobody picks these these berries, they will pick themselves and just put themselves in a basket for you, the farmer. And magically but, head on down to the Fred Meyer, yeah. But, but if you could just let me slip you a 20 to get in front of the line, that'd be great. <laughs> One star from Carrie A. I would give this zero stars if I could. Classic. I went to a wedding at Smith Farm, which it's called Brooksby Farm, but okay. I went to a wedding at Smith Farm and they accused me of pouring my own alcohol into a glass of ice. I had gotten ice at the bar because they did not deliver ice water. I was getting lipstick, not pouring alcohol. So rude. We'll never consider an event here. It was so offensive. Sweet Pea, do you know where you're at? (laughs) Do you you know what's going on, honey? It sounds like maybe you were pouring your own alcohol into a glass of ice is what I'm reading between the lines. at, At somewhere else. 
somewhere else. Maybe or we don't know if it was this farm, another farm. It, we don't know if it was Jeff's wedding <laughs> or if it was Kevin's wedding. We really don't know. But your lipstick looks awfully like a flask. <laughs> I was and getting lipstick, I was, not pouring alcohol. I was getting lipstick. I was putting it on the rim of my glass. That, that's a mistake I, that nobody's ever made before. Listen. Oh, you were getting lipstick. Sorry, I thought you were. I thought you were pouring some vodka. Sorry. I, <laughs> oh, it's it's red number three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, no wonder I got confused then. No wonder. It looks just like it. I don't know anything about lipstick. Is that how it works? You just go like one through ten on the reds. Yeah. And then you've got like mm-hmm. you know your mm-hmm. pinks and so on. Yeah, they definitely don't have. Can I actually? Can I tell you the name of my mother's all-time favorite lipstick? And it's to this day just been the funniest thing to me ever. Oh, what? Um, my mother always wore a shade called "In the Nude Chair." <laughs> I shit you not. In and the nude chair. In the nude chair hmm. was the name. I believe it was Revlon. I believe it was a Revlon color. I don't think it's made anymore, but it was this lovely taupe, and it was called "In the Nude Chair." Huh. So like a skinless leather couch? Like a skinless... I have no... Is it a person who is nude and is in a chair? Is it a, is it a flesh-toned chair? Is it a skinless leather couch? Like, what's going on? Just an aside, if we're going to talk about, you know, <laughs> cosmetics briefly. Yeah. Uh, well, a slightly less saucy color than in the nude couch. <laughs> One star from Robin L. My son got married here. Uh-oh. The venue is beautiful, but the people who work there have a rudeness problem. You hate a rudeness problem. You hate a rudeness problem. Despite that, everyone had a good time. The bartenders were rude. We had open bar, and they wouldn't serve some people. Minors, presumably. (laughs) No smiles and really unhappy. The wedding coordinator, Tammy, was difficult with my son and daughter-in-law. At the end of the evening, she and one of the bartenders asked my son and his wife to take out their trash. My son said, I paid so much money for this venue, and you can't put the trash in the dumpster? She said, the dumpster is full, and it's on you. (laughs) So they went to look at the dumpster, and it was empty, which they pointed out. And that is when she threatened to call the police and said fuck to them. Uh Uh-oh, 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 she said the fuck word? You hate when somebody says fuck to you. Really? I don't know how this woman keeps her job. Big chip on her shoulder. In short, location was great. It was a beautiful setting, but management really dampened the mood on such a special occasion. I guess, especially when they said fuck to them. What's curious to me is that you're the that the married couple hung out until the very end of the ceremony. Oh yeah, aren't, aren't they, they supposed, supposed to, get, to go? They were supposed to get all riced up and find, and find a boudoir. They're supposed to be fucking. Like yeah. I don't. Oh shit! I you said mean, fuck I, to the I, audience. I, I oh no! To, I didn't mean to say fuck to the audience. Um, but I, it's just curious to me that your son had to stay and clean up. It just generally, it's curious to me that your son had to stay and clean up after his wedding. Typically, that's not, you know, typically that's not the job of the groom. Hey, we scoped it out. And I mean, the dumpster's empty. Did y'all know the dumpster's empty? I'm going to call the police. Fuck, <laughs> fuck to you. <laughs> it's just nothing about that story checks out. These stories check out. The no. other individual was at Smith's Farms. These are like all I, just flash fiction. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing no, is happening. I have no here. idea what's going on. One star from Jacob S. I just went to Brooksby. I was beside myself the way I was treated. I said, You guys looked closed. Are you open? The lady tells me they closed at five. 
Which, if you're rolling up at a farm at fucking five o'clock, you're just gonna fucking get what you get at that point. Yeah. Well, why are you going to a farm at five o'clock? Farms at five o'clock are not farms anymore. Those are places where people live and have dinner. Yeah, that's a that's a home. <laughs> that's private property. I said to her, "You should fix online hours because I googled it and it says you're open till six. She tells me, "No, it doesn't. That's what it says for tomorrow." I double check. It obviously says six o'clock all week long. And of course, Google is the ultimate authority. Yeah, I mean, no, Google has every business's hours wrong. I'm so sick of reviews that were like, <laughs> Google had your hours wrong. Google Google sometimes won't let children into school because it didn't feel like it that morning. It just didn't feel like letting the camera happen. So like, no, no. Google treats objects like women, man. Go- Google treats objects like women, man. Employees should never, employees should never tell people that they are wrong. Especially when they're right. <laughs> That's my, which is going on my tombstone. <laughs> Employees should never tell people that they are wrong, especially when they're right. They that get, sums it up, doesn't it? No period. They get one star from me and I will personally be boycotting this place for the rest of my life. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? No. Grab the table. Good. Which is unfortunate because I live right down the road. (laughs) I hate rude people. They're what's wrong with this country. No, you are what's wrong with this country because (laughs) you live right down the road from a place that you went on Google to check the hours of. (laughs) So, no, no, Jacob or Jeffrey or whatever the fuck your name was, you are what is wrong with this country. End of story. (laughs) Jacob S., which I can only assume is short for shits a lot. I got last one. Just got a little one. I actually tweeted this one. I tweeted it with a horrible typo. Five stars from Jay Sawyer on Google. Speaking of, where can you bond with animals? Walk an apple orchard or look at the big sky? (laughs) And then, and this is a visual gag, but then Jay Sawyer did go ahead and include a picture of a bird in a tree. With um, an overcast day behind it, a very unattractive overcast day. Um, and they did go ahead and slap a big banner ad on that picture. John Sawyer, realtor. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I saw it on our Twitter and I just couldn't even hope to understand what was happening. <laughs> incomprehensible. It's truly, truly incomprehensible. You had to really scroll for it too, so it's bad advertising. I... I... <laughs> Nobody rated that review as particularly helpful. I, w- w- shocking that I mean that truly that's shocking so um okay we'll be so, we'll be back to Peabody later oh uh, that's a threat mm. that's threatening language Peabody's coming for you watch out I Peabody is a, a questionable stain on your sheets <laughs> it's what it says when you drive into town you come up to the sign and it's got that beautiful Massachusetts weathered beachy sign mm-hmm. welcome to peabody a mysterious stain on your sheets <laughs> so it's the summertime we've hit june again and you know what a lot of people are going to be celebrating what's that the end of their career as academics mm-hmm. and, and when all- it ends it fucking ends fast it, well, when it ends ooh, you come to a screeching halt don't you yeah 
So I'd just like to send this song out to everybody who's leaving academia. It's hard. Oh, I went to school, so you know I've got a big brain. And when I drink craft beer, it doesn't all taste the same. Oh, I majored in French, and I don't have a job. I went to grad school. That's right. We're going to go on Beer Advocate, and we're going to talk about some summertime beers. Because you know what summertime beers have in them? Hopefully wheat and yeast. Fruit, among other things. <laughs> we're going to start with the very, the very hazy. Is oh, the, I assume. love that. Yeah, I know. That's a horrible sound. But it's, it's H-H-H-A-Z-Y-Y-Y. Okay, so what else can you call so it? So what else can you call it? That's a horrible sound. Don't put H's in a row. Yeah. Hor- a, horrible name, too. It's a bad name. It's a bad thing to make sound with your mouth. It's, I, whoever came up, like someone in the marketing department sat down that morning and was like, okay, I got to name this beer. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, off to lunch. <laughs> so here's the description from the, the brewer. It's from Treehouse Brewing Company in Massachusetts. No shit. Notes. It had to happen. Our most beloved beers here at Treehouse are soft, well-rounded, and ridiculously hop-saturated, while balanced by our trademark fluffy mouthfeel. Very Hazy is our most flavorful double IPA, and yet it remains effortless to drink. It tastes like overripe peach nectar, pulpy orange juice, and the most delicious fruit cocktail ever. Overripe peach... It is all we could ever hope for, and it tastes even better than we imagined that it could. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Fruit cocktail is that at the end there? Yep. I I assume they're referring to the the little can with the one cherry bit in it. Yes. Oh. Or the little cup that you peel the, the plastic off, and when you try to peel just the very last bit of the plastic, it always pops, and then you get sticky juice all over you. <laughs> sticky juice cups. Sticky juice cups. Um. Well, this doesn't sound great. So. Let's check in with some people who definitely went to graduate school. Yeah. Uh, first, we are going to read a review that will not tell us anything at all. JLK7299 from North Carolina. Five, 4.58 out of 5. Was really fired up to land this. Took me a while, but finally got it. Don't get me wrong. It's really good. With that said... Treehouse has put out much better. I was disappointed, but like I said, really good. Oh, wow. Finn. Finn. Informative. Super informative. So yeah. I just, I wanted to go ahead and couch the rest of our conversation yeah. in that review, which told us nothing. It was an important one, yeah. Blissfully unaware of anything about the beer. Yeah. I got to tell you, um, I'm, 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 as, as a Pacific Northwester now, very much over hazy beers. All done. <laughs> Super bored. Super bored of hazy beers. Yeah. Fucking get out of my face with the fucking hazy beers over and over. I do not care. They're also not effortless to drink. There's not one in the universe that's effortless to drink. They're extremely, extremely potent. Okay. Well, let's check in with Chick Man from New York about that opinion. 4.46 out of 5. Canned. March 30th, 2021. 
It pours a cloudy orange color with a foamy two-finger thick off-white colored head that was packed with bubbles of all sizes. Oh, I love to get two fingers deep into that off-white. Dissipating very slowly and leaving good spotty lacing coating the sides. Oh. All right, you ready for a word salad? Mm-hmm, please. Smells of orange peel, lemon zest, grapefruit, yeast, candy sugar, tangerine, wet wheat bread, grass, floral hops or herbs, biscuit, and tropical fruit. Biscuit and tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. Biscuit fruits being the the ones that really like seal the deal. Wet wheat bread. Wet, yeah, I caught that. Mm-hmm. Soggy. It had a much softer aroma. It had a much softer aroma than I expected, and didn't jump out of the tulip glass. Taste. I hate it when they do that too. <laughs> this is exactly what I, I don't want to be covered in sticky fruit juice. I hate it when they do a triple sour cow right out of my glass and onto my lap. It's the worst. Taste. Tangerine, orange, grapefruit, orange ring candy, peach, lemon lime, guava biscuit, lemon tea, pineapple that is about to go sour, <laughs> melon, very faint brown sugar, tropical fruit, and fresh cut grass. Uh, yeah, no, but I do get that, though. I always try to cut into my pineapple right when it's about to go sour. It's not there yet, but that's when it's like the most fertile, <laughs> you know? Sorry, that was a bad sound. <laughs> That's why. That's when you've got the the greatest odds, <laughs> you know. If you're like trying to have one. If you're trying to have one, yeah. yeah. It has an aftertaste, like it was dry hopped, and brings out different fruity flavors with each sip. Pretty damn smooth for eight point eight APV, and it had a low level of bitterness, which made it a nice, easy drink. Um, and so yeah. I just I needed to bring wet wheat bread to the table. Because we've never had wet wheat bread before. Wet, yeah, as opposed to what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> does, um, yeah. Do you, the, um, does it smell different, Soggy? Wet with what? Yeah. Yeah, wet with what? Wet with what? <laughs> oh, is it just ambient moisture? <laughs> is it a little sweaty that day? Did you give it a bath? The the bakery's in Ireland and there's just a, <laughs> there's a latent mist. Like, what's going on? I'm so done with these beers. There's nothing like Oregon to make you appreciate a really cheap domestic. <laughs> I, uh, I want the somebody's like dirtiest blonde and that's mm, all I want. Yeah. I want it to taste like fresh wheat bread. I want it to taste like dry bread. I, I guess I'm a dry bread kind of I, person. I'm just a dry bread beer person, you and, know? And not so much with the spoiling pineapple. I, I don't know, though, if you're trying to have one. If you're trying to have if one. If you're trying yeah. to have one. Um, hops for thought, also from New York. Uh, so this, this, fun enough, is going to be the same batch of beer from Chick Man. Poured from a can, 30 March 2021. So same batch. Here we go. Into a wine glass. <gasps> That's not fair. That's not fair. That's cheating. Your beer's so far away from the table. <laughs> um. <laughs> Talk about really putting your beer on a pedestal, huh? You can't elevate it like that. What's it going to think? <laughs> um, it's going to get all full of itself. Look, pours a great, slightly muted orange yellow, totally opaque with a moderate off-white head. That's the width of the glass. Imagine much larger in a tiku, etc. The width of the glass? Yeah. Well, thank God it's not going past that <laughs> or contracted into a weird frothy Just head puck. What the fuck does that mean? Weird it's a fluid. Frothy head puck. Fluids tend to fill the vol- the the fucking 
vessel that they're in. That's the whole sort of definition. What are you, a fucking scientist? <laughs> um, good dense head with much more aggressive second pour. Uh, smell. Huge aroma as I pour. Just so much fruit. Nose in the glass, I get rich tropical fruit nose, notes. Creamy orange, peach. There's a slight sweetness, but not overpowering. No real bitterness coming through. There's a bit of hay? <laughs> Some slight earthiness. Bitterness as well. It's warmed somewhat. More of the citrus sort. Thinking grapefruit. Are you? I am. <laughs> okay. Taste. Follows the nose wonderfully. Big and rich fruit notes leading the way. Tons of orange and drippy overripe peach to open. Move slowly to a mixed tropical fruit note. While a slight and welcome bitterness starts to emerge. Label notes. Fruit cup. Feel. Shocking. Disturbing. Drinkable. <laughs> soft. Medium body. Oh, is it really? Medium carbonation. It's, no. It's one of those beers that goes down so easily. Fuck off. Pillowy and smooth. That it's not disturbing. You can't do that. No, 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 no. Th- th- those words don't go together. Overall, not not surprisingly a true world-class beer. The flavor and feel are incredible. No, it's not far behind. Damn, this is excellent. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not challenging necessarily the use of the word disturbing by itself because so far everyone seems to think this thing tastes like rotting fruit. <laughs> and like, because we got overripe peaches in there. Even the makers are like, yeah, this tastes like overripe. Like these are the peaches that you left in the bag for too long. This they're ta- soft and they're kind of leaking. This tastes like the bottom of a dull fruit cup. <laughs> this tastes like the bottom of a dull fruit cup. This tastes like the part that people have to tell you to drink so that you don't get ants. This tastes like the runoff in your crisper drawer that you haven't cleaned in a while. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, like that's not right. I, no, I don't want. I don't want overripe peaches. I want ripe peaches, or in fact, perhaps even and dare I say it? God forbid, leave the peaches out. <gasps> maybe, okay. maybe we are. Um, we're gonna have to check in with one last person before you get so so crazy. <sighs> this one's gonna be a long one, but it is our last one. So I need you to just stay with me, okay? Stay with me and a green man 19 from Connecticut. Because this is a five out of five review. A a green man. A green man. Me and a green man from Connecticut are going to take you on a journey in a five out of five review. A bold review. Look, about time. But wait, what about haze? Either way. I've been waiting patiently for amped up haze variant since the dawn of time. Meanwhile, Julius and Green are getting every variation under the sun. Not that I'm complaining. Let's dig into it. Pours a lovely glowing orb of mesmerizing mango. Ugh. Solid color thickness that hits the right shade of burnt orange, getting darker as we move closer to its core. Oh. Fluffy pink hued white head with Tightly knit bubbles, giving it a cream appearance. Oh my god. Dissipates at a moderate pace, but leaves a thin film of lacing that takes equally long itself to melt down the sides of the glass. Oh, those tightly knit bubbles. Oh, the bubbles. Smell rich and permeating. Almost warm. Much like a liquor might toast your insides, but it's not the booze. It's raw fruit essence. <laughs> peach at its core which is fun because it looks like a peach 
mild cereal grains, and a tsunami of bubblegum-infused cantaloupe syrup slathered on a ripe mango. Oh, fuck. Intoxicating aromatics. <laughs> um, <laughs> everything's fine here. Don't worry about it. Just taking a pause. I got to lower the lotion into the hole. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. Taste. Holy shit. I haven't felt this kind of overwhelming flavor waterfall in a long time. Usually there's a split second as the beer hits your lips that you need to start digesting the flavors, but this hits hard and immediately. It's like my lips have taste buds. That's what? No. Saturated doesn't even begin to describe the tropical meltdown contained in this glass. Flavor density matches the energy density of a nuclear bomb. Peach radiates throughout as this mango cream milkshake releases a massive juice bomb explosion, delicately balanced by tingling grapefruit and rind bitterness. The transition is executed so perfectly that you hardly notice the numbness and sheer hop-soaked after effects until you stop to wonder why you can't feel your mouth. Melon, strawberry, kiwi, banana nails those guilty pleasure fruit smoothies that should happen in your life more often. Even though they're not really as healthy as you rationalize because in order to make them meaningfully healthy, you gotta add stuff that doesn't taste good, but fuck it. Watermelon is rad. Drink up. Watermelon is rad. That's how we end. No, we are okay. we are not no, we are not done. we are okay. not done. We have to talk about feel. Fucking, I'm bringing my arms back into the vehicle. Gentle creaminess with physics-defying viscosity that is somehow pungently dense but also airy and light on its feet to keep you coming back for more. Liquid nectar. Sorry. Nectar is always a liquid. Let me try that again. Liquid beer? Ah, oh, fuck. Overall, it just says, just says, oh, fuck. It says, oh, fuck. Overall, getting vibes from all the famous kings and berries. This is the epitome of Treehouse's IPA effort so far. Well, I was really on board and loving it until you said fuck to me. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty rude. <laughs> I had more to say, but yeah, sure. I know, but I just love That's such a long review. <laughs> <laughs> If your life is a fucking mess, send us mail on the pony distress. The pony distress. Hey, I have several things. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess we missed a lot of reviews while we were moving, so sorry about that. Yeah. We also just haven't had the time to like get to it as much yeah. it just hasn't been on my radar but it should be it should be i'm a i today i'm going to share um a review from longtime listener john i'm sorry listener john that i'm terrible at facebook but i got your stuff gotcha i got you um and john sent us a very funny review but then also sent us something that is review adjacent that i'm going to share because it's kind of our brand um so this is just it's it's a comment about some straws Every day, I make my husband and me a big glass of fresh lemon juice with some stevia. I bought these hard plastic straws on Amazon. They're great, but I would never give my husband a pink one. Flower emoji. 
I give him a blue or green one. I just realized I did this, I guess, because pink has always been associated with females, and I love clear distinction between the sexes, even when it comes to straws. Oh, my God. What Thumbs up emoji. Fuck? And it, John, it had me cackling. <laughs> It had me cackling. Even when it comes to straws. Um, and John's comment was, I can't believe how horny for straws conservatives are. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's the next, because that's the next uh, fucking, that, that's the ground we're going to have to fight on, right? It is indeed. That is that we're going to move the, the next uh, cultural war zone is going to be straws. Because <laughs> all those West Coast hippies are trying to take them away. <laughs> that's it. Um, Which is we- <laughs> ridiculous. Last I heard, fucking dolphins love straws. In their blowholes directly. Because well, um, then they can really get a stream going. For sure. Yeah. Um, I would like to say thank you for the cat pictures. Cat pictures are inbound for you, listener Hollis. Um, and thank you, listener Perry, for the topic suggestion. Is that your suggestion? Yes, it's okay. for me. You don't get to look at it. You okay. don't get to talk to listener Perry. It's between me and Perry. I've got the next like three episodes locked down for topics, so that's fine. Okay. And here's the last thing that I have from listener Nadav. Um, it's for a no no same shower head filter filtration, high pressure water saving three mode function spray handheld shower heads for dry skin and hair. And I want to <laughs> say thank you so much for including the full Amazon title. It, it does help. Such a treat. Such a treat every time, and it's good to know this is one for the dry skin, because I've been using the wet skin shower heads. I've been using wet wheat bread shower heads, so I... Um, it's, from, it's from E.B. Minter. It's a five-star review from Amazon. Clearly the work of Satan. Oh, boy. This thing works too well. People are going to be late for work, lose their jobs. The world's economy will be destroyed. Use up all of the world's water. It, will, it makes showering great again. If one of these is in every home, it might be considered an extinction-level event. Wow. The pressure from my $60 showerhead was abysmal. This $12 thing is the best and worst thing to ever happen to me. Happy showering, you fucking anarchists. Oh, wow. They did censor fucking, but I don't feel yeah. like I have to censor fucking. No, 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 no. Um, Nadav, you sent us a lot of reviews, and I'm still looking through all of them. So we might revisit this in a future pony. Yeah, glad to have um, you as a fan too. I love that the you just been you've been killing it. It's been good to hear from you. Um, um yeah, and then uh, way back when we got a, a, a something tweeted at us from Cats and Pooh. Uh, it's an Amazon listing for a dog crate, dog crate, dog cage crate, heavy duty strong metal, forty eight, thirty six inches large pet kennel playpen for training, indoor outdoor dog enclosure with lockable wheels and plastic tray and double doors, and and locks designed black for boys and girls, for both the boys and the girls. <laughs> um, and uh, and then there's a picture. Why do you need a pet playpen? Pet gnawing a wall, swallow dead person. <laughs> Bite furniture, eat a mud. <laughs> so if your pet's eating a mud, this is the one to get. There's also a picture of a husky just biting a granite countertop, <laughs> which strikes me as, I mean, it's worrying for the dog, but your granite's probably your granite's good to go. Probably gonna be okay. Do they have a lot of granite in a in Peabody, Massachusetts? I'm sorry, Peabody. No. Peabody. No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Actually, I think I'm okay. Peabody, when it's time to learn how to shave. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, yeah. So I I did look into a lot of other. Pe- I was really trying to make it special and mm-hmm. in like Peabody related. It turns out Peabody. Um, <laughs> That's how I say it. I yeah. say Peabody. It's it's my little Peabody. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Peabody's like the the most boring place on the planet. It was actually really hard to put this together, especially last minute. But um, not a lot going on. I checked their classifieds on Patch.com. They don't have their own Craigslist. Uh, and I did find one cemetery lot, two burials, value eleven thousand four hundred dollars. Puritan Lawn Memorial, and they're only asking forty five hundred. So that's oh, a real. Shit. If anyone needs a couple of, of, you know, spots to camp up for eternity, those are. That's pretty good. Reasonably priced. You could do. You could do worse. Um, we're not done. We're not done taking in the local attractions. And well, I've got, I listen. I paid that farmer for me to do some labor on his farm, and now um, and now I have so many berries. And now you got to take those berries shopping with you. I do. And why are we not taking them to a restaurant? Because they weren't funny. <laughs> I, I really normally we do a culinary tour. Yeah, I really a, tried cu- cu- culinary. Cu- cul- culinary, or as you would probably say in Peabody, culin- culinary. 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 <laughs> culinary tour. <laughs> um, they have a they have a barbecue joint that had a couple of funny reviews, but like it was yeah, it was not good. Okay, so where are we going to the grocery store? So instead, we're going to North Shore Mall. Oh, is there a Sparrow? Sparrow? Is there a Sparrow? <laughs> or as they would say in Peabody, Spur. Spur. <laughs> is there a Spur? Uh, no. Um, I mean, there might be. I don't know. Uh, we got some, we got some uh, reviews for the North Shore Mall. Are you ready? Yes. We're going to start with a three-star review from Billy on Google. Billy on Google's a local guide. It's from a week ago. Good mall. Has some good stores. But I'm from Boston. And there's no comparison. What? I, huh. huh. Well, that's interesting. Just to get us started. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. You, you know, were- yesterday I had a burrito for dinner, but <laughs> I have also had soup. And there is <laughs> no comparison. One star. <laughs> okay. One star from Bella. Bella F. On Google. Bell F on Google is indeed a local guide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very disappointed in Santa pictures this year. They should have informed parents that even with Santa behind the children, the kids still couldn't take off their mask for a quick snap. Just terrible. Also, the bathrooms by Nordstrom, where Santa was, were disgusting. You know Santa's an old man, right? <laughs> you know Santa's famously. An o- famously an old man. But also, to be fair... A magical old man. So I'm, I think Santa's like immortal. Well, honey. um, In the lore. That's not the Santa that they have at the mall. The Santa that they have at the mall isn't the magical one. The Santa that they have at the mall is susceptible to COVID-19. Oh. Yeah. Is that how Santa... Does Santa do like body doubles now? Is well, it? Is it like Is it like a, a Padme situation? Yeah. The queen, one queen at the Amadama? mall... The, the one at the mall is Kira Knightley. Um, oh, and okay. Kira Knightley can get COVID, so you have to keep your mask on. The, the turns review, out. The review did make me think that I think our new Santa tradition, what we should do, and the, the countrywide new tradition, and I think we'd all be into it. Yeah. Instead of having live Santas, and I'm sorry, I'm going to write your job off. It's gone. <laughs> Instead of having live Santas, we just, you know, some, some corporation will make a standardized, gigantic, life-size Santa doll uh-huh. full of stuffing. Yes. Uh, uh, polyfill, if you will. And then each child comes up to the Santa, and that child has 10 seconds to find the gift certificate in or on the Santa. Uh- 
and you just go all day. And when when a child finds the gift certificate, it's over. Everybody goes home. That's it. We're done. But We're every done. every kid has ten seconds to get into that Santa and find that gift certificate. I like that your new version of Christmas has some double dare sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Um. However, I do think it is preferable to some of the things that people did this year where they, they took pictures of their children with th- who had the same terrified face that children do when you take them to get pictures of Santa because they don't like it. Um, <laughs> the terrified children in front of some plexiglass behind which a terrifying old man is attempting to smile. I mean, there's just a little lens flare in the corner, and that that makes it. <laughs> the, yeah. So of all the pictures we're going to look back on, those are the most haunting. I believe that those are the most haunting. Where children across the country visited Santas that were just in jail. <laughs> <laughs> they had the little telephone, and yeah. Santa was on the other side of the telephone. Um, Yes. So I think I think that I think Double Dare Santa is preferable <laughs> yeah. to incarcerated Santa. <laughs> Four stars. Four stars from Gordon too. Gordon too is a local guide on Google. And we're gonna see Gordon Gordon if if you if you visit Peabody, Gordon's the one you want to take you around, okay? Four stars. After all of this cancel culture and everyone afraid to leave their homes. Wait a second. Wait a second. When is when is this review from? Two weeks ago. <laughs> After all of this cancel culture and everyone afraid to leave their homes, looks like there will be some more empty storefronts. Four stars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that means what you think it means. I just like how you can't just throw that into every single thing you say. How? quickly can you run towards the point before you miss it completely like how fast do you have to be going to miss the point by that much you know that's what i'm wondering to to fully fully circumvent the point it's at that point that those two words don't actually mean anything anymore it's just (laughs) it's just a big net it's just like after all of this everything i disagree with i guess i guess brookstone's gonna go out of business (laughs) <laughs> and that's follow- that's followed directly by this by this one stop re- that's followed directly by this one star review by short stop patch from two months ago i'm tired of the bs oh man <laughs> are we all I, me too bud me too we got a three-star review from Josephine. I'm not over it. You want it? No, yes. I ordered lasagna verde and got eggplant lasagna. <laughs> Was it green? <laughs> not what I expected. And the waitress didn't tell me there was no pasta in it and that it was made from eggplant. <laughs> did it not did it did it not look like what you Don't they look different? I don't, what's what's lasagna verde? I don't know. I would assume it's green. I would assume it's pesto lasagna. But maybe in Italian that means eggplant, maybe which are purple. Very, so there's a lot of issues. They're not purple on the inside. They're not green on the inside either. <laughs> I'm a little confused as to how you received the eggplant and then ate it 
and then decided it was the waitress's fault. I also don't like the idea of an eggplant lasagna where the pasta is the eggplant. Oh, no, I've had one of those, and it can be quite good. That's quite good? Okay. Yeah, that, it sounds that, like a lot of... Um, it's a little it's a mushy. Lot of, a lot of te- to- tooth work. It's a lot of... Ooh, blah, it lot depends. Of it tastes a lot like ratatouille if you get it right. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's just like a different thing, though. One star. <laughs> it's a different thing than pasta verde. I can tell you that. <laughs> One star from Mia. For the North Shore Mall. The waitress didn't tell me there wasn't pasta in it. <laughs> Worst McDonald's I've been to. They messed up my order every time I go there. If I could give them zero stars, I would. I asked for large fries and they gave me medium. And I showed them the receipt and they refused to give me a new one, even though it clearly said L fries. I had also asked them for two cheeseburgers, one with no pickles and one all plain. And they only gave me one cheeseburger with no pickles. And when I asked them for another one, the lady who I told looked at the recipe, which clearly said two cheeseburgers, said the recipe only says one. But in the end, they agreed to give me another one. I'm very disappointed in this McDonald's. Angry emoji. I... And maybe this is me, like, some some self-realization of some pretension that I have. Sure. But there's a part of me where you began to read me a review for a McDonald's. And my the, even after two, two years of this, my, there's a part of my brain, there's a little voice that said, you can't review a McDonald's. <laughs> it's a McDonald's. What do you think is going to happen? Like, it's unassailable. That's... That's perpetual. It is a perpetual motion machine. McDonald's are defying the laws of physics every day yeah it's a consistent you're always going to get exactly the same thing you're going to get the food and it's always going to taste the same and you're rolling you're rolling a one out of hundred that you get a fingernail in it or something and it's just i like i what don't review the mcdonald's nobody (laughs) nobody's gonna who's who's looking at mcdonald's reviews also i don't think there's a mcdonald's in the mall but maybe well i was i went to smith's farm for a wedding i didn't (laughs) Yeah, right. <laughs> Three stars from Shantae for the North Shore Mall. This is again on Google. Uh, I think Peabody would have been easier and more fun had TripAdvisor had any funny reviews. I didn't do any TripAdvisor because it continues to be an extremely Presbyterian community. Not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> three, three stars from Shantae. Store geared toward demographic of location. If you're white, this is the mall for you. If you're ethnic and like clothes with more style, shop elsewhere. <laughs> okay, that is good advice. <laughs> Thank you. I am so glad you read one helpful thing. Yeah, right. Well, this one too. I got a five-star review from Jeremy. It's the last one. Never trusted Jeremy. I know, right? Last one. Jeremy's a local guide. Five stars. My wife got played with again. Jeremy? <laughs> Jeremy? Jeremy? <laughs> Jeremy, this is not the place. Jeremy, what does that mean? Jeremy, I... Hmm. Do you want to write another sentence, or are we really <laughs> going to end it? Not even a period, by the way. Uh, Well, Jeremy? Jeremy? I'm going to need you to write in some I, more detail, or is are you married to a guitar, or <laughs> what's, uh, you know... What's the situation here, friend? No? Jeremy famously marries food court carousel. <laughs> Again! I just love to wa- come here and watch my wife get played. Played with. Played That's, with. No, no, no. Because if Jeremy had just said, my wife got played 
again, mm. I would have a context. My wife got played with. Suddenly things are horribly, horribly wrong, Jeremy. Maybe, maybe it's a five star review. So maybe, maybe Jeremy's wife got swindled by those sunglass people. You know, the sunglasses and the drones and the, the calendar stands and what have you. They're mm-hmm. always trying to hawk their sunglasses. <laughs> maybe maybe Jeremy's whole maybe Jeremy's fetish is watching his wife get swindled into sunglasses. Maybe. And that's like that's a riveting thing. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> um I guess. Oh my god, she dropped another fifty dollars on a pair of sunglasses. Ooh. You wanna get horny for something? Yeah, please. You wanna get horny for beer? You told me during during the break that these are even better. They are indeed, because we are going to be talking about a beer called Max Legroom from Trillium Brewing Company, also in Massachusetts. As opposed to the 80s television personality? Yes, which they also, they have a beer called Headroom, Mm. a beer called Max Headroom, Mm. and this is the third iteration called Max Legroom. Okay, so this is the one for planes, if you're on a plane. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, There are three paragraphs from from the brewing company, three paragraphs okay. of just set up before we even get to the reviews. Okay. I'm going to summarize. Please. Headroom is about pushing boundaries. From its first batch on Congress Street in 2015 to today, this singular double IPA stands as a landmark watershed beer in terms of our evolution as a brewery. Conceptually, we sought to create our boldest, most daring, hoppiest beer we could. Our ability to conceive and brew new double dry hops, double and triple IPAs is born out of our foundational experience, brewing headroom. That's the first paragraph. I'm going to pause there. That's, we don't need to keep going. What we do need to do is read some reviews. Yeah, please. From Stout Elk 92 from Massachusetts. 4.98 out of 5. Ooh. So we are only we are we are 0.02 away from Ooh. a perfect score. Oh man. I want you to know that this is all one paragraph. I want you to know that there are commas, but there are no periods. Okay, good. Yeah. Important to note. Yeah. 16 ounce can dated 12/15/20. Pours dark yellow Golden orange with a minimal frothy white foam head. Smells like dark berries, tropical fruit, peaches, mango, pineapple, blackberry, some dark blueberry, dank, resinous, floral, earthy, herbal, pine, zesty, citrus, orange, grapefruit, rind, lemon peel with some cilantro, and oniony, and oniony garlic notes right now. Oh, hey, there's a period. I missed it the first time. <laughs> I'm sorry, onion garlicky notes right now. Right now. Taste, ultra hoppy, juicy, dank, resinous, spicy, acidic, fruity, dark berry notes, tropical fruit, blackberries, ripe blueberry, tropical mango, pineapple, peach, passion fruit, papaya, zesty, grapefruit, orange, citrus, peel, lemon, pith, some oniony, garlic, sweet, cilantro, a hint of mild, bready, malt, black, peppery, spice, and dank, resinousy, and, and dank, resinous, earthy, herbal, floral, grassy, pine. Oh, I found another period. fucking <laughs> Ugh. Feels medium plus bodied, thick, creamy with smooth, moderate carbonation. Overall, a nice, extremely hoppy citrus and mo- mosaic DIPA. I just that sounds horrible. It's too much stuff. I, it if, doesn't... It, if it actually tastes like all that stuff, it sounds like a dog shit beer. Because <laughs> that's too much. It sounds like it sounds like 
trigger words in ASMR. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> it's just a list. Like, I, I could be whispering these to you to help you fall asleep right now. I don't understand. That would be very good ASMR, though. Right? Mm. Pineapple, guava, mango, strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, ripe blueberry, extra big blueberry. Mm. Biscuit dough. Onion, garlic, right now. Just right. Oh, there it goes. It's gone. Oh, 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 um, okay. So, <laughs> now that we've got some context, we're going to go back to a green man. A green man is coming back. A green, oh, yeah, a green man mm. is still from Connecticut. Yeah. 4.65. Yep. Look. Zoinks. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Pure hop mud. Nope. 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 That's a Matthew McConaughey character. Not, not, doesn't go here. Pale, yellowy, and milky. The color nope. starts to blend into the glass after a while. Nope. It fizzy, doesn't. Fizzy white head that doesn't last long. Glass is clear. Swampy, murky, and the very definition of turbid. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, what does that mean? Okay, go ahead and keep I'll Google it. Looks like the bottom of every keg ever, all mixed together. That no, that doesn't sound good. Which is either your thing or isn't. Yeah. Smell. Huge punch of galaxy in the form of pineapple rind and spicy oniony grapefruit. Creamy vanilla and orange pith. Durian candy? And some melon sweetness on the end. Durian candy. Durian candy. Gotta okay. specify. Yeah. Can I tell you, I've had durian. Durian is a unique, a unique flavor, and it's fine. It's a pretty mild flavor. Mm. Durian-flavored items are horrific, yeah. in my personal opinion. Yeah. I, I don't tend to be a fan either, and I love weird shit I, and, I like, see, strong shit. Durian fruit is, like, is okay. It's a yeah. unique, but overall, like, fairly mild taste to me. Yeah. But then durian-flavored shit is disgusting. Yeah. But I think that about grape, too. Yeah. Taste. Pure hop extract. Feels like it should be roasting my insides. <laughs> but somehow channels the acidic hop energy into oily flavor resins. Oh. Toes that burning line, but hits the sweet spot of I... chalky hoppiness without too much bite. Just smoke it. Like, if you want to smoke a bowl, that's fine. It's legal in, like, over half the country. So just go smoke a bowl and be done with it. And leave us to our lives. Venus. Venus. It was a word I'd never come across. I decided not to Google it. Sure. White wine character, likely from the elevated ABV and plentiful rindy tingles, massive hop saturation actually smooths out the prickly, pithy character from the OG headroom, feels draped in a soft hop blanket instead of more razor-sharp bitterness that you'd expect with the addition of more hops. Liking this direction, grapefruit, orange, and a bit of heat on the finish. Acidity comes out as it warms. Huge step over headroom. Still has that airy, fake carbonated, burp-inducing frothiness. But it's lining on a much heavier, thicker beer. The backbone here is meaty and robust. Fuck. Um, so it's meaty now. It's meaty and robust. Tur- turbid. Adjective. Of a, of a liquid. Cloudy, opaque, or thick with suspended matter. The very <laughs> definition. There's so much matter suspended. I don't even know what... I mean, it looks 
it, there's a lot of flex of stuff in here. Wait, is it? Wouldn't then wouldn't 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 the very definition of turbid be in orbits cola? <laughs> from like back in the day, thick with suspended matter. Yeah. Hmm. Oh God. Hop theology from South Dakota also has an opinion about the spear. Are you ready to hear it? Mm, hop theology. Hop theology from South Dakota. Okay. Four point five six out of five. Sixteen hop ounce theology. Sixteen ounce can from Evan into Pipeworks Crazy Logo ga- Glass, canned on twelve fifteen twenty. Super fresh. But you didn't even. I, I get why they identify the glass because they think it matters. I get that they think it matters. I'm willing to accept that they think it matters. You didn't identify the glass. You bragged about your branded glass. I don't know what kind of glass it is. Crazy logo glass. Looks like an IPA slushy. Just wonderfully juicy, foggy goodness with tons of slushy bubbles on top. Where there was head a minute ago. Aroma. Well, lots of guys have been doing New England IPA for a while now. It's become pretty much nationwide. And some do it well, some do it terrible, but there is only one area that stays absolutely true to it. And it's like the damn Reinheitsgebot to me, the German beer law. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the German beer law. Which this segment today has made me respect so much more. <laughs> yeah, if anybody needs a palate cleanser after this segment, go read the Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. Um, this aroma is so purely clean with so much lovely diesel and massively drunken fruit it should be a crime mango pineapple diesel lychee papaya and grapefruit and it's not suggestions they are in full blast flavor is likewise just super explosive drunk pineapple meets drunk mango when when those two come together you do not know what's going to happen with slices of grapefruit and papaya the diesel is here too but it's pleasant. Vin? Yes. Well, Vin Vin was up in our, our aroma notes twice. Right, yes. Twice. Um, the diesel is here too, but it's pleasantly restrained while still maintaining a, a presence. Feel is juicy AF. Oh, restrained Vin Diesel is my gender for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of alcohol heat, but expected at 9.1%. Resin coats the tongue. Mild carbonation. Again, like a smoothie. Overall, another beer that has me starstrucked. Great stuff. Definitely stands out in a world of imitators. I think, you know, the Germans might have been a little a little prescient when they did the German beer law. You know? Yeah. They might have they might have predicted that that jackasses in New England were gonna start blending alcohol with rotten pineapple very very forward thinking the germans (laughs) you know (laughs) on that one thing on that one thing just very forward thinking oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay (laughs) we are going to end I think I'm just overthinking of... Uh, I'm just like... I'm over the whole concept of a beer smoothie. I just don't want that. I, I just like never want... I tried it. It was good. I get it. But I never want it ever again. Never again. Never mm-hmm. again. I'm like all done. And it's like half of what you can get here. It's either an IPA or a hazy IPA. You don't really get to pick your beer here. You just get to pick your level of filtration. 
And I'm like, I'm over that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm fully over that shit. Fully, fully over it. Again, a little long, but it's going to be our last one, so it's fine. It's from Damien from Massachusetts. 4.14. Um, not the lowest this beer received, but one of the lowest resu- reviews this beer received. So an infallible beer. Infallible. Completely opaque, canary yellow appearance. The turbid, viscous-looking body was capped by a small, bubbly white film that quickly dissolved. No lacing whatsoever. This looked nearly identical to a glass of Tropicana orange juice. (laughs) Oh, no. Which is famously not canary yellow. No, I guess not. It It does have orange in the name, don't it? The aroma was hoppy and bold, but lacked complexity. Mm. Which is curious. It might do, yeah. Citrus notes dominated. Orange and tangerine came through strongest. A hint of mango appeared as the beer warmed. No mosaic hop notes, however. Moderately sweet. Solid overall, but not super interesting. (laughs) Somebody tell a green man that. The flavor profile was nearly identical to the nose. Hoppy and bright, but definitely less complex and intense than I anticipated. Again, juicy orange notes dominated. Some tangerine as well. Slightly tart and tangy. Pineapple came through in the center. Grapefruit appeared as the beer moved along the palate and crescendoed in the finish. Some piney resiny bitterness lingered after the swallow. Again, the mosaic hops were nowhere to be found. Rich, creamy, full-bodied mouthfeel, slick and smooth on the palate. The liquid contained a fine, spritzy, yet understated effervescence. Mm, the party invitation must have gone to Mosaic Hops' spam filter. Must have done. Max Lightroom is a perfectly respectable double IPA, but it did not strike me as being extraordinary in any sense. Yeah, well, neither did you, so what can we do? <laughs> And I just like I just needed to balance us all out with that review (laughs) after we have slogged through the Roger's entire thesaurus (laughs) that I just sometimes if it looks like a glass of orange juice and it smells like a glass of orange juice, sometimes it's just going to taste like a glass of orange juice that's (laughs) gone off. (laughs) It might. Yeah. There's always a chance forever. It might. (laughs) I appreciated that instead of the the horrible supermarket sweep through the produce section (laughs) that was every other one. Oh, I fucking love that website. It's so, so preposterous. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in touch with us, we are reachable via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. If you like this show, the best way that you can help is tell a friend. But if you're somebody who's comfortable leaving a review, please leave a review on your favorite crowdsourced review platform for us. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'd like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. I'd like to thank Steve Combs for Drag Chains, which is the uh, the bit in the middle. No, it's not. And then not. Guillaume Tucker is the one who oh, did the top one. Um <sighs> He also helped me put together my last True TV project, and it was really successful. So thank you so much for that, Guillaume Tucker. I would like to thank Brother of the Show Oliver for making our artwork. If you would like to commission some artwork of your own, you can reach him at beastcoastarts at gmail.com. Um, and we'd like to thank our network. We'd like to thank you all for hanging out. You're the best, and we love you. And on that As note. As always, 
and we've gotten some new fans and stuff recently. That's really Yay! cool. So it's really good to like, yeah, just appreciate all that and keep it real. We'll catch you next Wednesday. 